0: Hello and welcome to the morning sports briefing here on New Zealand Sports Radio. It is Monday, the 6th of July. Happy Monday, everybody. Have a great week. Um, and uh, in the show today, we have a Sri Lankan wicketkeeper um, arrested. And then, you know what, folks? It's something that we're really kind of struggling with now. Is all this sport so used to doing these shows with no sports during lockdown, um, and now we have football updates, we have NRL, we have Super Rugby, ANZ Premiership, uh, NZ NBL, we've got the F Formula One returned this weekend um, as well, uh, and IndyCar. So we have stacks and stacks of sport for you this morning. This is your best way to start the day, up to date with all the important sports news, um, and let's crack on with that um, with those football scores for you. Um, over in the English Premier League, uh, Burnley um, drew one all with Sheffield United. Newcastle United and West Ham also fought out a draw, but it was 2 all there. Liverpool um, got back to winning ways, beating um, Aston Villa 2-0. Um, and as we speak, Southampton and Man City are playing. It's half-time there uh, and it's 1-0 um, to um, Southampton. Um, what does uh, that mean for the old table? Well, um, it means that uh, it's still tight at the bottom there um, with the relegation uh, battle. West Ham in 16th, still on 31 points. They got themselves a nice little gap um, ahead of um, Watford, who are on 28 points. Then we have the three teams in that relegation zone Aston Villa on 27, Bournemouth also on 27, but they've had five losses on the trot. Norwich City also, uh, then a little bit of a way back in last place on 21 points. You've got to say Norwich City looking like they're going down and then a battle between Watford, Aston Villa and and Bournemouth probably, to see which one of those can survive with just one point separating the three of them. At the top, well, we already know Liverpool have won the the championship. Um, Man City, Leicester City and Chelsea are in those uh, important European positions. Uh, Man United are in fifth in that playoff place for Europe or, um, or however that works. Um, and uh, and that's your top of the table. Moving over then to the Belarusian Premier League. Um, our favourite um, league, obviously, uh, in the world because it kept going during lockdown. And I'm just refreshing to catch the scores because we had a game was ongoing but it is now finished folks uh, minsk drew with belashina um two all torpedo um lost to Shakalor. It was one four torpedo um dropping now down, down. And torpedo were top of the table but um uh, at the record over the last five games a loss a win two well two losses two draws and a win sees them sort of dropping down now to sixth and ruha breast um beats dynamo minsk um one nil um, seeing rear breast um, climb up a, um, a little bit as well. Bate still at the top of the table, um, but Shakur uh, Shakhtar, sorry, also on 30 points. So apps re- really tight at the top there. Only one point back, you've got uh, Neymar Gordon and Energetsk. Um, so yeah, four teams separated by just one point at the top. Belashina still on the bottom there with seven points. Um, Smolovic uh, with 11 Um, trying to catch up with Minsk, who are now on 15. Um, Both uh, Minsk uh, and uh, Smolovich have uh, got games to catch up on. Remember, Minsk missed two games due to coronavirus earlier in the season. I'm going to hand you over now to Ashwin, who's going to bring us up to date with um, our cricket news ah good morning
2: paul good morning viewers and listeners out there on the interweb and yeah as i rub my eyes and try and wake myself up the uh, as mentioned by paul the sri lankan wicket keeper has been arrested Kusal mendes has been arrested and will appear in front of a magistrate within the next 24 hours mendes was arrested after killing a 64 year old cyclist while driving the victim a local resident of where the accident occurred died as he was being uh, transported to hospital So uh, we'll keep you updated as we get more information coming through on that story over the next few days. In cricket, that's going to be happening soon. Johnny Besto and Moeen Ali are the early casualties for the selection of the 21-man squad for the first test against West Indies. Both players will move over to a white ball bubble. I love the colours of the bubble. According to Ed Smith, the ECB national selector, he added that it made more sense that with neither player was likely to play a starting role in the playing 11 that they move into uh, preparation for white ball with england's rearranged summer and protocols around covid 19 and biosecurity they expect the odi series with Ireland to begin two days after the end of the west indies third test it's not clear from the comments made whether it'll be two separate squads for the test matches and the odi series and Us in New Zealand, we wait with bated breath. The Spark Sport are in the box seat for England cricket rights. Now, Sky New Zealand's deal with England and Wales cricket board expired at the end of last year. Then last Thursday, Sky mistakenly posted on their website that they would be showing the first test test series post-COVID lockdowns. This mistake uh, had been made um, by Sky, possibly because they do own the rights to West Indies cricket back in the Caribbean. Now, it is understood Spark is well-placed to secure the rights, but a Spark spokesman was being rather coy uh, as as late as Friday as to whether they had got those rights. So we've got Chris cricket starting uh, Wednesday English time, probably Thursday our time. Um, But at this point in New Zealand, we're not sure how we're going to watch it. So uh, we look forward to finding that out and hopefully... There's other avenues if they haven't sorted themselves out. And that, Paul, is the cricket news for today.
0: Thank you very much, Ashwin. Oh, dear. uh, Sky, um, their uh, uh, social media accounts not doing too good recently, recently um, tweeted out a picture showing us all what the uh, future rugby fixtures that haven't been announced are going to be. Um, (laughs) Yes, that's right. And then also (laughs) now tweeting out about um, some sport they haven't got.
2: Oops. Well, we actually, we, we, you know, on Swinging from the Hips on uh, Thursday, uh, actually, we had that question from one of the chat rooms, and uh, I went on and I went on to the Sparks, uh, sorry, the Sky's um, website, and I posted out false information all because of Sky. I'm blaming Sky. It's not my fault.
0: <laughs> fake news, fake news, fake news, fake um, news, hashtag fake news. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Thank you very much, Ashwin. And um, look, Stephen's aching, today, he's waiting. That's it, Stephen. Yep, yeah, off you go. Please um, bring it up, with the new with the birthdays this morning. Yeah. Good morning,
3: guys, and uh, good morning to everybody tuning into uh, NZ Sports Radio. Well, nothing fake about these birthdays this morning. <laughs> <laughs> Firstly, a uh, one test All Black. And fine, a one test All Black. I uh, should go back to the English-born, uh, born New Zealand football manager. A one test All Black, and finally a former. Super rugby winner of the Hurricanes. See, trying to be too smart first thing in the morning, you end up losing your cue. Willis <laughs> Haloholo, born this day, the 6th of July, 1990, is a New Zealand rugby-born union player who currently plays at centre for the Cardiff Blues team that won the first ever Super Rugby title although that was the Hurricanes that won the Super Rugby title in 2016. Haloholo played Provincial Rugby for both Southland between 2013 and 2016 and Waikato in 2016. Kevin Senio, born this day, the 6th of July 1978, is a former New Zealand Rugby Union professional who most recently played professional for ASM Clermont. I'm not even going to begin to say their second name. Paul might know that better than me. Averon Who knows? Senio is also a former All Black, making his debut against Australia in New Zealand's 34-24 win in the final match of the 2005 Tri-Nation Series. That's when we used to just hand out All Black jerseys willy-nilly around the mid-2000s. His only appearance in an All Black jersey, Senio played provincial rugby for Auckland County's Manukau. Bay of Plenty and Canterbury and Super Rugby for the Chiefs and the Crusaders but I'll tell you what, he's played one more test than I ever did he is currently on the coaching staff at the Ponsonby Rugby Club in Auckland and finally, Alan Jones born this day, no, not the radio broadcaster but a football coach, born this day the 6th of July 1940 is an English association Football coach who managed the New Zealand national football team. Jones coached at Bristol City, Bright Spartans, Darlington in England, and also managed Bermuda before moving to New Zealand in 1979. Jones first took charge of the New Zealand side in October 1983. His record was he, he won 15, drew nine, and lost a 16. So probably maybe just under 50% of his 40 games in charge. Actually, might be less than that because he had draws as well. So I just want to say happy birthday to all three of those uh, uh, gentlemen uh, this morning. I'll be back with, uh, a bu- I wouldn't say a bumper edition of League, but we pretty much wrap up things for the weekend. Back to you, Paul.
0: Thank you very much, uh... Stephen, yes, Stephen, we'll be back with the, the sport that keeps on giving. Um, you are listening to uh, New Zealand Sports Radio. Don't forget you can listen to us on the go. Um, you can download the podcast and search for New Zealand Sport Radio on iHeartRadio, iTunes, Spotify or Acast um, and listen to us on the go. In rugby union news, um, Dan Carter um, turned out um, for South um, Southbridge Domain where 1,500 onlookers were came out to support him uh, now we walked we talked through the results yesterday um, but it was also a big day for him as he got his um club blazer um now 80 years ago when he made uh, his 100th test for the all blacks um it got um they made him an honorary uh they on, 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 on honorary blazer member um but and it's taken him this long to get down there to um collect it um uh, it was um given to him by his father who made 300 appearances um for Um, the club, um, and uh, he quipped um, at um, the end, you've only got 296 games um, to catch up. That's right. Um, Dan Carter's at least played four times for his club. Um, It shows you how little uh, that um, uh, professional rugby players get to play club rugby um, nowadays. Um, Also, um, yesterday we had the uh, um, Chiefs and the Hurricanes, the two teams that hadn't won a game yet, um, fought out a game, uh fought out the, the yesterday. Um the Hurricanes came out on top 18 um 25, where yeah, the Chiefs really just could not get anything going um in that first half. And two uh, two minutes of um them losing their heads meant that um the Hurricanes took a 3 uh, to 20 lead in at halftime and uh, basically held the Chiefs at bay. In the, um, in the second half there. Um, you could see that uh, the coaches were uh, angry about a decision around um, where Jordy Barrett took a um, penalty uh, kick from. Um, it was about uh, 60 metres out there, I reckon it should have been about 10, 10 metres back. Even so, he would still have cleared the crossbar. I think it shows you the mentality uh, that they're in a bad place at the moment. The Chiefs that they're complaining about that rather than looking at their own game, uh, and trying to, uh, and, and taking responsibility for the results and understanding where they could have improved. They should, um, you can't complain about where penalties are taken, you should just not give up penalty in the first place, folks. Um, so interesting one there. I'm gonna hand you back now to oh, uh, just to let people know, of course. Um, Super Rugby AU and Super Rugby, or, or Super or as we like to call it, Super Rugby Gold. Um, knowing our periodic table, as we do, don't we, Ashwin? Um, and um, Super Rugby, Aotearoa, um returned at the weekend. Uh, we'll be talking about that plus club rugby this evening on the Driving Moore Show at 8pm. Also, um, Stephen was around uh, the grounds um, watching some grassroots rugby, and we'll be talking about that with Dwayne um, as well this evening. So do join us when we're joined by our Samoan International, um, for all our rugby talk. I'll hand you back to Stephen now. <laughs> Take us to an update. I'm just having a laugh. I was just trying to think.
3: Yeah, I'll be around the club grounds. I don't know if that's lurking with intent, but that sounds really good. <laughs> 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 maybe, maybe, maybe not lurking. I'll just be observing. We'll be observing, observing. yes. Oh, good grief. And, uh, anyway, in league news this morning, the Newcastle Knights get home against Manly in a controversial finish. South City Rabbit is too good for the Canterbury Bulldogs. And uh, we uh, wrap up round eight and we look at that table. But we are starting out with that controversial game, which was uh, the Sea Eagles v the Knights. Jake Trovich and... Ed Fonua Blake were both sent off at full time as Newcastle survived a late finish to secure a 14-12 victory over bitter rivals Manly. In the dying moments of the clash with the Sea Eagles trailing, winger Tavita Fonua appeared to be taken out off the ball by Bradman Best as he surged towards the Newcastle try line. The bunker adjudicated that there was no penalty forthcoming and Manly's players went ballistic with Grant Aikens giving the duo their marching orders. That's the official. The Knights, uh, aiming to bounce back from last week's shellacking against the Cowboys in Townsville, endured a terrible start when Edric Lee was taken from the field with a suspected forearm injury. Lee wasn't the sole injury concern with Sioni mata Utia failing to return from an HIA after an ugly collision with Cade Cust and Kaylin Ponga going off in the second half with concussion. The knights stood it tough, something <clears throat> which has been a hallmark of the side under Adam O'Brien. The Novocastrians took the lead after some early pressure near Manly's line paid dividends. Lachlan Fitzgibbon charged after, charged after an in-goal grubber as he did so Sea Eagles captain at Daily Cherry Evans pulled him back with referee Grant Aikens deeming that it was a professional foul. Cherry Evans copped 10 in the bin with Ponga nudging over a penalty. Ponga would convert Newcastle's opening a try when Andrew McCulloch burrowed over from close range with Cherry Evans off the field. The manly skipper returned short- shortly after and had the medium pick as he charged onto the ball and went over for a four-pointer. Newcastle, though, hit back just before the break with Kurt Mann picking up a Mitchell-Pierce bomb to give the Knights a 14-6 lead at halftime. For the next 20 minutes, it was a game of chess, each side uh, completing and going through the motions until Kaspark... A comeback to cut the deflectors try saw Manly perk up and they almost had a second Cherry Evans try after a collision in the air between Daniel, Levi and Kalen Ponga. The fullback fell on his head as Cherry Evans touched down but the bunker showed that Levi had knocked the ball on in the air. It was the closest Manly would get to scoring, to crossing until Funua's late charge, beg your pardon, which promoted the chaotic... Scenes at full time. And there we have it, that final score again. Newcastle Knights 14, Manly Sea Eagles 12. So the Sea Eagles, that was their second loss in the row maybe. So they've just got to uh, pick themselves up. And in our final game, the South Sydney Rabbitohs beat the Bulldogs 26-10 in a brutal contest at Bankwest Stadium with both sides. sweating on injuries, two key personnel, Braden Burns, suffered a kneecap dislocation and Adam Elliott with a shoulder injury in the second half with Burns likely to miss the rest of the season. Alex Johnson got the Rabbitohs off to a flyer after he burned Dylan Watane zelniak for a long-range special. And that you've got to be quick to beat that man. That was started by a Latrell Mitchell assist. Adam Reynolds extended the Rabbitohs lead with a penalty goal in the 26th minute. The Bulldogs hit back with a try to a returning hero, Marcelo Montoya. Who uh, kept his comeback with a well worked four pointer just before the halftime? The Rabbitohs got off to a perfect start in the second spell with a Jaden Sewer pouncing on a kick from a Adam Reynolds to uh, push the lead out to eight. But the Bulldog, Bulldogs refused to go away after three repeated sets, a six again set, and a goal line dropout. Raymond Faitala Marinat charged over from close range. However, Cody Walker. Barged a moments later to push the lead back to 10. The Rabidais were cruising towards victory before Braden Burns dislocated his kneecap to take some gloss off the performance. Diana Gagai kept off the win with a length of the field intercept to score his 50th try in first grade and seal that result, that final score again. South Sydney 26, Bulldogs at 10. Wow, just some of those injuries. Um, they just sound absolutely horrific. Just before we put the table up, I'm just going to go through all the scores from Round 8. Remember, we started Thursday night. The Storm over the Roosters, 27-25. Friday night, the Raiders over the Dragons, 22-16. The Eels, too good for the Cowboys, 42-4. We go to Saturday's games. The Sharks, way too good for the Titans, 40-10. And, of course, the Warriors. The big result for us was the Warriors winning the weekend, showing some medal and beating what is a very broken Broncos side, 26-16. The West Tigers went down to the Panthers in a very close one, probably the game of the round, 19-12. And, of course, the games from yesterday, Knights 14, Seagulls 12, Rabbitohs 26, Bulldogs 10. And I'll probably get Paul to post that uh, table very, very shortly there. It is in front of us once again as we look at the end of round eight. It's the Eels in in uh, first place with 14 points. Panthers, Storm Knights, Roosters, Raiders. I think these probably, these first six teams, I think they'll be there or thereabouts towards the end of the season. We got the West Tigers, the Sharks, as we look down towards 12th place, the Warriors sitting on 12th, and of course the besieged Broncos down there at the bottom of the table on four points. I'm sure the boys on the standoff will have a, Brad and Sanjay, will have a bit to say on Wednesday evening at 8 p.m., Uh, A couple of controversial finishes and, uh, of course, for us, a good result for the Warriors. That's league news today. I'll be back uh, tomorrow with uh, some more league news, probably from another venue, I would imagine. But we'll see how we go. Back to you guys. Have a great day, everybody.
0: Thank you very much, Stephen, for our NRL update. The sport that just keeps on giving. Moving on then um, to uh, the uh, ANZ Premiership uh, and the Pulse. They keep on uh, winning a uh, 51-30 win over um, the uh, Magic there. Uh, and it was really put away during the second quarter. Um, they scored 17 points and only allowed five at that point uh, in, in that quarter, which really set them up for a comfortable 51-30 to um, win. Uh, that sees them uh, clear at the top now with five wins from their five games. Um, being chased by the Mystics, who have uh, um, uh, won four out of their five games. And then there's a bit of a gap back to the uh, Tactics, who've won two out of their five games. This uh, evening, um, we have the Magic versus the Stars. The Magic coming to back up after playing last night. Um, So do uh, get down to the Auckland Netball Centre in St John's um, for that game, if you'd like to catch them live um, netball. Over in the Sal's NBL uh, and the Huskies um, went down 83-91 to the Nelson Giants. Uh, They've not been able to back up that for their first ever win, which is their last time out. Um, um, Big performances there from um, Muraholo Liafa, who scored 32 points for the Huskies, um, but the rest of his team let him down. A much more all-round performance by the Giants saw them get over the line. And in the second game last night the Manama of two jets um beats uh, the Taranaki Mountaineers 102 to 93 um in that one the um uh Samuel with a, with 24 points um and uh, 11 rebounds got the double double helped also by Vodovanic with 17 points and 12 rebounds another double double and they're scoring um was led by uh, Bezant with 24. So, um, yeah, the trio there um, getting themselves, getting the uh, Two Jets over the line. Um, And boy, oh boy, that means it is a very, very tight ladder over there uh, in the Sands, um, sorry, in the Sals NBL. The Franklin Bulls at top um, with eight points from their four wins. But then you have the Otago Nuggets, the Nelson Giants, the Mountain Jets, the Canterbury Rams, and the Taranaki Mountaineers all on six points with three wins. So um, and then off the bottom of the table is the uh, the Auckland Huskies with just those two points and their one win. So uh, very, very tight in the uh, South's NBL. They'll take the night off before returning on Tuesday evening with um, two more games. Um, over Moving on to motorsports, um, and uh, Lee, uh, Scott, sorry, Scott Dixon um, is leading the way in the uh, IndyCar. He has won the, the second race, so he's won the opening two races now um, of the IndyCar um, series. Uh, did uh, very well um, to uh, win that one well, comfortably, really, um, by uh, 20 seconds over uh, Graham Rahal. Um, over there. So fantastic start to um, Scott Dixon. Well done uh, in the uh, IndyCar. Moving on to Formula One. And uh, yes, controversial one there. Lewis Hamilton might have crossed the line second, but a five second penalty for a collision meant that he dropped down to fourth. His teammates, um, Belitieri Bottas, won the race. Um, Charles Leclerc got given second in the Ferrari uh, Lando Norris in his McLaren was um, was fourth. Don't forget that uh, there's a second race on the same at the same venue next weekend um, as well as the Formula One opens up with two two races um, in Austria. You have now started the day the best way up to date with all the important sports news. Don't forget to like our page um, or listen to us on the go by downloading New Zealand Sports News on iHeartRadio, iTunes, Spotify, um, or
1: Acast.